0: guys. Yay, finally. Yay, it's been a long time. Two yeah. um, weeks, to be exact. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think so, there's there's two weeks. Um, so Ron here of Variable Play and with me are my uh, Variable Play contributors, yes. Jose. Jose, Jose and uh, JJ,
1: yes, I'm hey. back finally. <laughs> yes, yeah. So
0: today we'll have a, a um, unique topic, I think, i um, it's about designing games, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I have some experience on this. Um, Jose
2: wants to to build his own game. We really got this topic because I wanted. To, I have a design in mind, and mm-hmm. I want to try to pursue it as much as you know. I need uh, I need guidance in the steps I need to take, and until what extent? Yep. And
0: Jay is also a designer, um, but on a different perspective. He's coming from. Uh, Role playing games. Role playing games,
1: yeah. That's mostly Mar Forte. We were just talking about other board games that were must plays, and I have not played any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually,
0: in <the> me, I've <laughs> okay, travel. Right. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> How the game industry feels now, what's current, yeah, right. what's, what's interesting.
1: Which is kind of scary because it's, it's that sort of paradox that writers have that, you know, to get better at writing, you read. But you don't have time to read. <laughs> oh yes, it. oh yes. So, oh, yes. so it, there, there's interesting parallels between those. Two. Reg is finally coming back. Yes. When next week? Uh, he could be here this
0: week. I think. Oh, okay. Well, uh, based on the airing, probably the next week. when this the airs, he's already he's already here.
1: Well, we good to see him again. Yeah,
0: yeah. and he has a,
2: a few surprises for us. Oh, nice. Um, he, he's got more abs or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <And> extra set <sounds> of <laughs> that make him abuse. <laughs> <That's>
2: <laughs> because no, no. You know, he's he, the only guy I know who went to the States and kept on posting him working out. Because the other guys I know went to the States and posted tons of food. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the only guy who would come back with more abs. He's uh, yeah, the guy yeah, other
0: guys prepare. who went to the States kept growing. Yes. Not abs, but <laughs> their faces. <laughs> this is not going to get
3: aired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it will. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um, I guess... We could start a little bit on um the stuff that we've done. So Jay,
3: okay,
0: um, give us a background on of your blog and the rest of what sort of contributed your way towards finally publishing. Okay. Uh, you've published the game, but you right. this this time around it's gonna be in physical form.
1: Yeah. Um. Are we Hopefully. allowed to say that? Soon. <laughs> Hopefully soon. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So basically well, what got me started was um, it was on one of the forums, I think RPG.net, which got me connected to an effort called uh, 24-Hour RPGs. Okay. It's a, it's a 24-Hour RPG challenge. You basically write, um, you design, you conceptualize, conceptualize, design, write, layout, and illustrate Mm-hmm. An RPG in twenty four hours. Okay. So I put out one game uh, from there. Um, it's still up on the one thousand monkeys, one thousand typewriters. Okay. What's um, the name of the, the game? Website. Um, it's called uh, Crack Kung Fu Bunnies Go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure sounds like a 24-hour I wrote that when <laughs> I was working for a call center. So I was hopped up uh, I wanna, far too much caffeine at the time. I want to try that <laughs> I have the rules. Anyway, um, and it, it, it was ridiculously simple in the sense that you're all playing space pirate bunny trainers with space pirate cyborg bunnies that you have fighting each other in like arenas to death. And they're all powered with crack cocaine. Um, first, <laughs> well, you can you can power them up and with the, carrots. And the fun part about this is if you're playing the space pirate trainer, which you um, you name, mm. you know, um, and their naming conventions, there's like color color oh. beard. <laughs> it's either a color and beard um, or something space object something.
2: Meteorite beard.
1: Yeah, it could be meteorite beard. That that sounds like a decent name for for that and. When you give your commands to your, to your bunny, it has to be, um, bunny, command, go. Okay. <laughs> if you ever fail to use the proper syntax, your bunny hesitates and skips its turn.
2: Or he's, he's confused. Or, or he's confused, and
1: okay. it wastes one crack. Fair. Okay. Needless to say, it was not something that I could technically publish. <laughs> But I set it up in no, the internet you, 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 anyway. Well, People liked it. So. It's easily we, we change crack to carrots or something. I, I no, don't know, maybe caffeine or something. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll, you know, we'll it, figure it something out. It, we can probably tweak it. It's it's, it's, it's you know, out on in the internet somewhere. Look for my name. I'm terribly, terribly ashamed. But <laughs> 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 so that got me started and addicted to building games. Okay. Um, the fact that I knew that apparently it was possible, uh with enough Red Bull. To come up, with a game. No, Red Bull, we
2: drink your yeah. stuff. We love it. Of, uh, I drink it whenever I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> We're doing product placement right now. These days,
1: yes, we'll do we'll do whatever it takes yeah. these days. So, so and then after that, um, that's when I started taking the idea of um, building games uh, more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I started joining all these um, game design forums, trying to figure out how you make an RPG game that isn't. What the RPG group call uh, the RPG community calls the D and D heartbreaker, which is you know you have six stats of strength, wisdom, something, and you're you play an elf or a dwarf, like D and D by any other name. Essentially, it's it's still prevalent. There are still people which make that, and I don't hate them for it. I'm not throwing shade at anyone, but um, there's a lot of room for other. Games. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that's I'm I'm D is
2: more popular, I guess. It oh, is it's, it's D is and a... we can get to that later, but
1: it's very, very accessible yeah. and I feel that's really one of its main strengths. Yep. Yeah. Uh but yeah, anyway, moving forward, you guys played badass. Uh that was the result of another Ooh, uh, bad binge of uh, Red sugar Blue. and lack of sleep <laughs> and, and Red Bull. Clearly, I'm inspired by chemicals. <laughs> so this is bad. The good, um, the good kind, kids. The good guy. Yeah, you know, sugar. <laughs> and is, well, it's good to an extent. So. Jimmy Oliver will hate me for advertising sugar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what, anyway. Yeah, he should is, come over and give us an energy drink Ice
1: cream then. is good for you, kids. Anyways. <laughs> um, um, badass. Um, and then I have a couple of other projects still in the works. Um I have, uh, what are the, the one that Son of Badass? Um, well, Son of Badass is the improved version of Badass with the missing contacts <laughs> rules. It's actually more of a patch than anything else. It's, it took me years to realize, oh my god, I forgot the rules for, for contact. And I only found out when somebody commented and asked for it. Uh... I think you left out the room for <laughs> Oh, crap. All right. put that back in. Um, here's a free copy. Here's a free copy. Congratulations for calling that out and giving me an excuse to rewrite the game. Um, there's another one called Fight Class, which we can probably talk about some other time or later, depending yeah. on how we want to uh, go about it. And several other ones. Um, there's a Pinoy uh, Cinema one that I'm putting oh, that together.
2: One. That's, that's my favorite The action one. movie one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can, we can probably... Run YouTube just bits a of later on, but right now it's still a concept. Anyway, I think I'm
0: over. <laughs> I yeah, we also are collaborating on a um, Christian themed RPG. Mm. Right. Um, it's called. Uh, what is it called? The light, okay, so is light The Light bearers. Yes. Last name it has light bearers. Working title. Working title is light The light You're sort of g- give it. Give the the sort of the premise.
1: Uh, it's Christian Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Dan,
2: dan, dan, during, dan.
1: think of it this way: during the time of Emperor Nero, uh-huh. Christians were being persecuted. They were driven underground, otherwise they'd be cru- crucified or sat to the dogs or whatnot. So your job is to basically um, keep doing what Christians do: which is help people. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh-huh. you know, think of it like you're three generations down from the original disciples, and one you're commissioned to spread the word. Uh, two, you gotta save your fellow Christians. Three, the, the difficult part, because you're being hunted down, you're being persecuted, right. but how do you keep doing that? So it's um, an Actually, RPG. This is an RPG, right. This is an RPG where it's it's really delving on decision-making and, and a little bit of, yep. of um, how do you classify which one is moral yeah. and not uh,
1: it's versus some game. magical
0: stuff. Yeah, it's a
1: Christian game of hard choices. There's no magic to, like, you know, instantly solve your problem. Yeah. So, you can't magically wish <laughs> <laughs> the problem away. I don't know. Anyway. Magic missile. <laughs> yeah, you don't have those the either. <laughs> so. so, yeah. You know, everything from smuggling uh, a gladiator that wants to quit out of the arena. Yeah. Um, saving a centurion who's had a change of heart from the army that sort of thing you know um, it's and it's a game of salvation and um, endurance I guess yeah yeah, <laughs> and really hard choices
0: really hard choices which sort of um, drives to where uh, my design uh, principles come mm-hmm. in um, when I designed my game quotes and Verses um, it sort of cornerstone itself from uh one word, which is share. So I wanted people to, one, communicate to each other and sort of share knowledge and, and experience and advice and whatnot, and that, um, and initially, my initial designs of it was quite complex. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of tokens, we were even looking at moving meeples around the board, there's places, and, there were seven glory points and mm-hmm. grace points and love points and <laughs> a lot of stuff. Um, and I, what what happened throughout the process of design was we, well, my son and I realized that, well, um, that it was it was over complex. Um, that was all, already detracting from its purpose. Okay. And I like how uh light bears is is driving itself it, and even your your other game that's gonna be published in the future Jay's other game um there's a value that you want to teach and that drives your game whether it's a value a knowledge or a skill or history you know you want to teach about Philippine history you want to teach about uh culture you want to teach about etiquette something your game now comes from it's just being fun. It's it's not just the fun thing because even the dexterity games have some values on them, you know. Because it it's it's not only is it fun. You're you're sort of mechanically being trained to to handle delicate objects, and, and it's cute and it's fun. It's funny. <laughs> no, it
1: reminds me of one of uh, the articles I read. Remember, kids, Jenga makes surgeons. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> this no, operation what
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I you can't attribute one activity towards like right. an end life goal. Okay. Um but it's <clears throat> it, normally we would be inspired by the smallest things. You know, uh my fascination with um fantasy games Came from visionaries. <laughs> they had this funky stuff. They were speaking in Tagalog, <laughs> and a lion would come out. Wow, that is so cool! And you know, because I wasn't, I didn't get He Man or Shira. It didn't make sense for me, mm-hmm. but visionaries was cool. You know, it was and, and from there, it's like, I what else is there? What what's so? Pao, in our previous episode was talking about how he was inspired by just one. Picture, small picture. one small signature
3: mm-hmm.
0: about like um, it was about space Marines mm-hmm. and there was a quote that in that in that signature and he had like it sounded cool so he researched about it. who's these guys and then he learned about all this stuff and then he became a fan and so Jose give us an idea of your game if it's okay mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's about um so the whole concept is well, the base mechanic is worker placement. Okay. But what I found lacking with worker placements is um, lacking of, I guess it would be mechanics. Because mm-hmm. you go to one place, you automatically get this. Right. So what I had in mind is, what what if you had you you add the die roll to it? So well, the basic concept is that you are thugs mm-hmm. trying to get out of your thug life by buying yourself out of hardship. So, you, you go to, let's say, the locations are underground, so it's underground boxing, it's going on a crime screen. Oh, cool. So, let's say. I'm loving the theme already. Yeah. So, let's say you go to underground boxing. Now, what happens in un- underground boxing, you roll a d6. So, on a 6, you successfully knock out the opponent, and you win the purse. Now, what if you roll the 1? You get knocked out. But you still win something for Jung. Okay. Because okay. winner losing, you still make something. Okay. So, but what's your penalty for getting knocked out? You get a wound token. Now, what does wound token represents? It's um, it reduces the amount of workers you can place because mm-hmm. you are wounded in mm-hmm. a sense. So you have to go to the hospital and pay your bills.
0: Oh, so, this is multiple workers, not a single worker moving around. Yes. Okay. So what else is cool about this? So this is like a. Fa- is it representing a family of thugs or?
2: No, they're like one gang who's just. Okay. Who just wants So to a gang it. who wants <laughs> who wants out who wants out. Okay. So okay. how do you let so now you're gonna say but it's all on the dice. Now, if you want to focus on let's say as I said the underground fighting, you would train in a gym. So mm-hmm. whenever you train in a gym, you get better. You get a token. Okay. You improve right, your right, character. Right. So, what happens is you don't only successfully pass on a 6, but you now success on a, succeed on a 5.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So, it improves your chances every okay. time you visit the gym. Right. But whenever you spend time... Or it's, time sort of, gym, it's um of, it's a something that adds to the yes. die value maybe or something. Yes. So, what happens is um instead of using... Well, because the whole victory points, the whole point system is uh, with currency. So, whenever you visit a gym or the gun shop, you lose points. Mm-hmm. But it's like an investment, right? So later on, you can go on a crime heist, and it, your odds are better. <laughs> okay, right. So yeah, that's oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. content of the game. Um, so I I guess the way we can move forward from no, no. that it's, it's funny how mine's so negative and yours is like <laughs> no 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 well I I, I kind of like it in the sense that um, it's the
2: dem- it's goes it, very well. With the there's
0: thing. there's this struggle where you know. Reality, if you're in deep crap Mm
3: -hmm. in your life,
0: you kind of have to work with what's there, you know? And so, in essence, while, you know, you're still fighting or maybe you can... The penalties for doing the fast stuff, Mm -hmm. like doing a heist or doing Mm -hmm. uh, robberies or whatever, is
2: that... You might get caught.
0: Yeah, you might get caught, which... (laughs) You, you have, Bound to have it. <laughs> yeah, but um, in 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 some sense, you give that decision to the gamers. Where I can role play and actually just do the harder stuff, but I I get I get to do what's right to a certain degree, or I get to do the fast stuff, but I may not necessarily get a big payout if things go wrong. But
2: if it does go well, yes. then you know, because it's just uh, just like. All all the heists are not a sure thing. You, you, so you're bound to get caught.
0: Yeah, in some, in some sense, it it has a higher fail ratio compared to just getting yourself beat up and mm-hmm. still get something in you know, third Like you get, still get some. You get rewards yeah,
2: yeah. because you've thrown the fight or mm-hmm. something. Exactly. <laughs> so or you just get paid because you just participated. You right. Get, you get right. Pollution. Part of the purse. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: I I like how you like extended. The variation of a single place. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the, the next step that you, because um, when you're de- designing board games, um, it's a little bit different, slightly different with, with RPGs, because mm-hmm. with RPGs, most of the, the bulk of the work comes in, in the, the, the s- expanding the whole narrative. Right. But you still have this phase, which is called prototyping so for for you to be able to flesh out um your game you have to from whatever your idea is you have to grab index cards or basic paper and just write them down turn them into cards if they're cards use whatever tokens from other games <laughs> and get it out you know we have um a group of um unpub gamers i was invited in yeah. a in a facebook group they 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 contribute, you know, game design ideas. Um, That's for local market, but there's also the bigger one, which is the Game Designer Forum. The concept of play cannot be copyrighted. You cannot put a patent on patintero or tumang preso. Those are, you know, they can be called anyway, in any manner, and copied anyway in any country, any culture, because play is a a global thing. Uh, Humanity owns it. Um, so it's the same thing with, with, uh, board games. You don't really have a fear if somebody copies, uh, um, a, a game concept. Um, at least for now. So, uh, right now, the, the community, um, they credit people that have done work. For example, um, some companies would even, uh, talk to other game designers. Hey, we want to use our system. But they don't really have to. It's not required. Because the system that you've done um, is not patented. The names are. You can copyright names. You can copyright the title. You can copyright branding and whatnot. But the the mechanics, worker placement, you cannot... <laughs> moving workers... Okay, work placement. Um, is this public areas? Or when you go, you also have your own, like, worker No, it's going to be in,
2: on the... It's gonna be all on the board. Okay. Just that whoever goes there first gets the first player token. Okay. Okay. And, then, and I guess something that could Maybe be, like.
0: You can, can call it like head home or something. Just, you know, I guess. Something or bailout.
2: Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm thinking about that. That one player could, if he gets caught, he places half of his workers in jail then someone could bail him out or break him out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's a, it's going to be a fun cool. mechanic because if you break him out, you have the chance of joining him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. So, um... And what's really... Uh, what really is... um... halting me or stopping me from making the prototype is that I... I think I lack the... more rooms to make it more interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, th- I think... Um,
0: you shouldn't deter yourself with that. The simplest form of your game is actually the the more elegant and better one. Um, the difficulty I think that you face right now is because of its grandeur that it's also more difficult to prototype. There's more components, there's more mechanics that are being involved. So I guess you start out with so you, you, you drop a board and you have the basic workers and then you come up with, see how how it plays with the basic level. And then you add the other complexities that yeah. like you want to add in. Like Okay. Because ideally, you'd be able to um, work with your game per layer and then it should work. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have like a, a piece of the puzzle that's right. sort of just squeezed in mm-hmm. You know, of course, they, they will eventually interlock. And, and and that's, that's a good thing. When, when you're, Jay, when you're designing your, your RPGs, how do you move and expand your, your sort of rule set? I mean, you would, you have a basic idea. So this is storyline, but I know you have this. You told me about your principle of, um, doing rules and mechanics thematically, not just, Oh, here's a challenge, roll a die. Right.
1: Um, okay, I, I guess that, that was actually something I wanted to ask with regards to the game. I, I understand... I guess it's a little telling that when we asked you to tell us about your game, the first thing you say is, it's worker placement. Mm-hmm. And then you address the problem that it's worker placement, but I fix a problem about worker placement because I use dice, mm-hmm. and then later it's, oh yeah, it's about gangsters. Mm-hmm. So in terms of checking your list of priorities, the one that's on top of your head right now is the mechanics, <clears throat> and the the gangster part, and everything else is like no. It, it a just it now. just
2: happened. I was inspired because we played uh, yet again. We are in the na- <laughs> naming this game for
1: the end time.
2: DGHS. <laughs>
1: so I guess I, I I understand where that's where you're coming from, but I, in terms of um, game design, I guess where I come from is what is your core player experience. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, when a group of players sits down to play your game, from what I've been able to glean from what you're talking about, they're all playing gangsters which are hoping to be able to raise a sum of money so that they can bail out of the gang. Mm -hmm. What I'm not entirely sure is, are they all part of the same gang? Which could be its own interesting thing because you can have a usual suspects sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Or um, something similar to Kill Dr. Lucky, yeah, yeah. where everyone is after the same goal, but no one is talking to anyone else about it. Right. So, you you automatically have tension in terms of gameplay without the mechanics even coming in yet. Right. Because suddenly, you have opposed goals. So, suddenly, um, it's now a competitive game. Yeah. So, that was one thing that when you were talking about your game, I didn't get a sense of. Because from the way that you were talking about it, it felt like everybody's racing for it, but no one's actually competing.
2: Well, mm. it's competing because you're racing to the position. Like, not everyone could go into the fight club. Not everyone could go. Right. Right. No, and and again, mechanically, yeah. Yes.
0: I, I know what, what Jay mm. is pointing out. Jose, Jose's idea, um sort of, mechanically, you're you're sort of racing to the, the best position. Right. What, was, what Jay is asking for is, more of conflict
2: between the. Uh,
0: you're. You're racing against goals, and and in essence, um, m- this is where it goes back to my original question. What is the one word that will describe your game? Like in in my mind it was share. In Jay's idea, it what is the core player experience? Um, how would you describe the the main experience or the main purpose of your game and, and from there I think that's you can streamline which mechanics work mm-hmm. to that uh, better rather than just starting with the mechanics alone because I guess we already have a big database of mechanics that we can work with mm-hmm. after the question maybe in on the top of your head what is sort of the experience that you want to get players into
2: I guess that you know now, go lang, go lang. Lang. Even, uh, even though your life's like really down there, there's a way to make it up, okay?
0: Okay, okay, okay. okay.
2: yeah,
1: that's yeah. more positive than what I was thinking. <laughs> um,
0: you, right. when, when he first explained it, I, I sort of saw that, but I, where see, and, and when you have that as your sort of guiding verse or guiding principle, where you say. Okay, the purpose of this game is to portray that however down you are in life, there's some way out, eventually. If you have that, and then now you look at your mechanics again, it's kind of clearer on which ones
1: work and which ones are just added. Right. Because if you hadn't told me that, Mm -hmm. I would have looked at the mechanics and seen it in an entirely different light. Because I, I will admit that I'm an entirely pessimistic individual. <laughs> um, and, no, 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 I'm serious. <laughs> People are very aware of the fact that I'm surprisingly negative. <laughs> um, well, uh, but from that from that set of mechanics, the first thing that comes to mind is crab mentality again. Mm-hmm. Because my redemption comes at the price of everyone else. Oh. That's why we're competing. Mm-hmm. Only one of us gets out of here.
2: Right. That could go in the story like so. as <laughs>
1: well. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. Yeah. So you can have both and have them conflict because it's the. It could be something like the tragedy of it is that no one is actually stopping anyone else, but everyone is stopping everyone else because of their own their own demons, their own perception that only one mm. can get out.
0: Right. Yeah. Which is
1: really the situation in a lot of things. Oh yes. So, yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. So you know, there's a surprising amount of death in that. Um, and I guess it just shows that, you know, from your perspective, you were looking at getting out from terms of it. But from how you were describing it, it's like, okay, he goes into... So you you go through all of these underground activities, which are, in effect, illegal. So you can raise enough money to go straight, mm-hmm. essentially. And,
2: in, in, in other words, to earn your freedom.
1: Right. Yeah. By committing... More crimes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, and that, and again, so there, from a negative people. perspective. So, it's nice to see this because you know, if once you you talk about it, there's yeah. you get to see how people perceive. Yes. How yeah. Things are. yeah. So,
0: and then you can even really do this in a local theme. On the job, um, was a film 2013, and it was about. So it was sort of showcasing. Uh, the, the corruption in our prisons, where mm-hmm. they would have hired gunmen coming from them. They would smuggle them out, do the deed, and then just put them back in. So mm-hmm. you can no longer, there's no trace for these guys because these guys are off the grid already. Right. Mm-hmm. So, And how can you run after somebody who's already in prison? Exactly. But apparently they're not, and that's eventually led to things being discovered that some prisons have full-on sound studios and MTVs. They're even able to publish YouTube content while in prison. Right. <laughs> so, uh,
1: so, I guess, I, I mean, in terms of, uh, I guess that's why I wanted to go back to core players. From the player side, um, it's like, okay, so once we've established that, so if your idea is, Redemption, eventually. I can pay my way out of where I am. Tension comes from my inability to do so. Is that um, established by a countdown of some sort? Is there a deadline? What are you up against, or is it just everyone else? Well, that's
2: where I'm having problems because I can make it where they're, where they're against each other, in terms that, you know, only one person gets out, or. I guess just a, it's just a race. There could be a deadline where no one wins or...
1: Yeah, I'm not well, until someone
2: wins, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's where I have to think about it Yeah, well,
0: again, it goes back to your purpose of the game. Um, core experience is, is, is a big factor. Next thing that you have to focus on is testing your prototype. Mm-hmm. So, again, this will be a process of you... Trimming the fat out. Have a complex design. You start prototyping and like doing really cool invested designs, graphics. You commission art. And then finally, when you have it printed all out and it actually doesn't work, you might be too biased to see that. So you got to start smaller and, and see, see it work. There's some, um, there's an app. Uh, tabletop simulator mm-hmm. in Steam, um, where you can actually start prototyping the game, but again, still the feel of a, uh, the tactile yeah, field of cards. I think i will just go with
2: index cards and you know? markers, I guess.
0: Yeah, or mm. a plethora of magic cards. We just put, <laughs> <laughs> we used to, we yeah. always do this. We, we just put paper, uh, in them and, and use At that.
2: Just to try out the mechanics. Just yeah.
0: to try out the mechanic. Even, even the workers, you don't have to really, like, Get cubes, although it's, yeah. you know, I myself, um, in that stock market game that I'm building, I actually realized the no sense of the components of the stock market chips.
2: Oh, okay. wait, I I wanna go on the topic for, I can make this Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the hot cartel and you're trying to get out. See, that's money right there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> you're smuggling spices. You're on a bounty hunt,
0: or you could. It could be a brothel, and you're exactly. trying to <laughs> <laughs> get, out. get out. And so you, but in order to do so, you gotta save money. So you're gonna entertain more guests, more guests, and go into really deep crap. <laughs> but no, I just thought the Star Wars. Like, you know, but the the cool thing with it, cool thing with it. I like the whole, um, the challenge of the game. It's going to be difficult because it is quite deep. There's a very cerebral aspect of it that I hope you don't lose when you're finally like doing the execution mm-hmm. where it's befuddled with mechanics. Right. It might, you know, I also don't want it to be just literally okay. a die roll because <laughs> again, it becomes yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, non-thematic when oh, I'm serving this customer and I slipped, (laughs) 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 yeah, just just slip, but I'm really quite good at this, Mm -hmm. but I slip, (laughs) yeah. Um, it's there's there's uh, this so currently there's this movie, Inside Out, which really. It's not scientific how how the the whole concept of emotions and in, in our brain actually works. But it's nice how they can describe complex emotions. That it's not as simple as joy and, right, right. and sadness. And there's a game before this was even published, this movie was published, there's a game, print and play game called And Then We Held Hands. And in that game, you're a couple trying to resolve Three levels of issues. Hmm. You're sort of, uh, as a couple, the, 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 that, you know, nuisance portion where it's just small problems. And then as you go deeper, these are the more.
1: These things escalate, essentially. Uh,
0: the older baggage that you've been uh-huh. carrying and eventually to the core, uh, problems that you've rooted in since childhood but it's just icons. Mm. It's just colors, gr- uh, green for joy, I think, or yellow. I, I forgot, but red for anger. So mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. In that game, black was anger. Um, and the, the idea of it is that you're trying to balance your emotions, your emotions and your partner's emotions, and you're trying to resolve issues. Right. it's just playing colors you're mm. basically I play a black it moves me to the negative side I play a green moves me to the positive side of my emotion if I end my turn on a zero I get to rebuild myself I right. get to redraw cards oh, if yeah. not I'm stuck oh, yeah. my my, but my my challenge color now my, my partner needs to resolve it the challenge here is that you can't talk ah.
1: oh. so you're
0: trying and see if you if you play that it's so cool how it can actually convey issues of couples mm-hmm. with, with just plain colors. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's for me where the genius of game design comes in, where you can actually, like what uh, Jay said, you can convey um, a message or, or uh, an experience mechanically. It's not just Roll a die. Here's the challenge, and this right, is right. what happens, and ta da. <laughs> but here, where you you can somehow, and it's it's not complex. It's it's really quite simple, and if if you can do that, and it's still accessible for players, and I think it can it can really serve its purpose. So the next thing after you finally have something, it's good. Now you gotta invest on. Um, that final prototype the you know the, pr- the the printing that the main prototype the one that <laughs> you, you will you present to uh, game publishers um, you can publish on your own but um, as a designer in most people in the industry would say this it's really difficult to publish your own game not because it would cost a lot of not only because it will cost a lot of money uh but you don't have a counterbalance. You're sort of biased to what you know and to what you see is good and what works. If you can convince a company to bet on you and bet on your idea, then you have a little bit more confidence going in, going, maybe I do have a good design. Maybe I do have a good name. Because you got to come into this industry in a very humble sense. Because one, you won't get rich doing this. Mm, I don't think so. As a pub, uh, as a publisher, yeah, you could possibly, but actually, as a distributor, you would.
2: <laughs> you do better. <laughs>
0: you do better, <laughs> you know, because so. But if you have the whole supply chain, then sure, you know, companies like Asmadi, um, Asmode, sorry, Asmode, uh, oh, Fantasy okay. plot,
2: Fly. Because no, it's companies who take in designs would be coming here not. Yeah. Yeah, uh, indie world games busier. Yeah, like they don't really design the games; they just buy them. Then right.
0: Yep. Yep. So you, you see the the economics, the 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 economy in that that aspect. They they see a good design, they have a good brand team that can execute and yeah. really polish up the game. And and their business is really products. It's it's selling and in, in retail, yeah. You know, we're gonna get become rich with this. Only the stupid. um Exploding Kittens did that. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't even because of the game design.
2: It was because they're cats.
0: No, it was because of the blog that happened before that. And that was already a gold mine in the first place. Oh,
2: because people were following the blog.
0: Yes. It was already a very good webcomic. The oatmeal. Yeah. yeah. And they just capitalized on the existing <laughs> IP. Right. So... With games, this is a closed environment, you know, you, it, you, you can play it, be put it back on the shelf, and it stops. You know, so yeah, I like the, the idea that Jay mentioned about sort of how about partnering with other um, content creators, because I guess in the community, and this is what I'm trying to do with variable play, is sort of to create a network of collaborators, you know, because it's not just one thing. It's not just board games. It's not just tabletop miniatures. It's not just war games. It's not just RPGs. This whole gigdom of tabletop gaming is a phenomenon that the rest of the world should see and understand because it's cool and we love it. And it may not (laughs) necessarily be something that's good for them. (laughs) But, you know, to us, it does a lot of good stuff. It, you know, creates bonds for our families. Um... And again, I think that's where, uh, if, if you can anchor yourself with the purpose of why you're designing games, you're pretty much good to go. Next part is publishing. <laughs> so um, here in the Philippines, we don't have a lot of publishers still. Uh, we do have, so my publisher is one of them, we have, um, that's Ludus Distributors. Uh, of course, the, the classic is mm. Um,
3: and,
0: but I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no <laughs> <do> you know, <laughs> That's the one. If there are some other publishers out there of games, please do give us a, drop us a message. Because oh, we'd the, love to, to talk, talk about. You and know, there are a
2: lot of people with great designs who just. Development.
0: Because the, the cool thing about, um, game design come the internet age. Is that it's no longer isolated per country. Back in the day, you have US who does game design, you have Europe who does game design, and they don't, they don't ever meet. <laughs> so he, eventually, the stuff that came out really had this very unique feel. So you have the Ameri Thrash and the Euro style games, mostly from Germany, but they have a very unique feel. And I, I guess even in role playing games, you would see that divide in Story-based, sort of more um, really interactive storytelling. Right, right? Yeah.
1: You, 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 In in RPGs, you have the divide between um, the more traditional, um, very heavy mechanics stuff. Um, uh, although now they're drifting a little bit towards the lighter uh, end of the spectrum. Like for example, uh, Dungeons and Dragons started off as a tiny, tiny, uh, ninety-eight-page booklet ish mm-hmm. uh, set of rules. That got expanded to an advanced version. By the time it hit the third edition, it was pretty pretty hefty with multiple rules for feats and whatnot. And then um, now on the fifth edition, it shrank back to just the basics mm-hmm. and um, a lot of streamlining. So you're right. There's there's a constant evolution of design preference. Yes, that, yes. that happens across um, any hobby games. Apparently. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. There's like Age of Sigmar. Yes. Which. Well, the, the now very popular <laughs> Age of Sigmar. No. Uh, <laughs> is, is a lot in, of discussion.
0: In whichever way you would say it's yeah. popular. Popular, but yes you know, it, it is definitely on, popular. It's, it's on the lips of there. a lot
1: of miniatures <laughs> gamers. No, we, we discussed this last time. Yeah, right. yeah we did. Oh, we did. Ah, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah
0: where um, you know, there's quite a few who are not happy with the, with the changes, um, but there are also a lot... Who sees the value in in what it's trying to do for the hobby yeah. in general? Yeah. So
1: yeah, so I think you know it, it. I think it should be a hallmark, I guess, when 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 people are already having edition wars over something you made, then you truly have made it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true, that's true, <laughs> so, that's true. yeah. You know, once people start arguing the merits of your new design versus your old design, that means you you got, got followers right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I agree, agree. Like I, I. I recently demoed my game to a group of uh, Christian gamers. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, level up games! Level up game night, sorry. <laughs> That's group. <laughs> <That's another> <laughs> level up game night. We sorry, tapped the wrong people there for a second. No, we're not talking about Ragnarok. Yeah, guys. and free publicity. <laughs> you know, one of the <laughs> one yeah. of the yeah. the comments that I got was, "Ron, why why was there a?" a why did you differentiate between quotes and verses? Mm. Why did you have two different cards and not just one? Why don't you just combine them and you know people can just use what? Since you they, part of the mechanics is that when you play a card you get to refill it after your turn, and I had two reasons, actually. <laughs> uh, first one is sort of to give people a distinction between the ratios of it. So I s- still wanted to have more verses in the game, mm-hmm. mainly because it's easier to quote verses rather than quote quotes. Right. Because in the fair use policy, and this is a little bit of what you need to research, all the legal stuff <laughs> that you won't notice... In in doing game design, you eventually will realize, oh, I kind of need to study up on that. So, right. what is the fair use um, policy? So, when quoting people, they kind of, it's easier to quote dead people than people who are alive. <laughs> and if they're alive, you can only quote a certain portion of their literary work. And if you do, it has to be in such a way that it's not that you're using them to popularize your game. Oh, okay. Yep. Or your piece or your literary piece or whatever, you can't be like, because Bo Sanchez said that this and then and you can't do that. Right. So in my box, in the game design, it never really said Bo Sanchez, even if he's inside. I actually ended up using some <laughs> wrong references at the back, and people kept complaining about it. But anyway, so... <laughs>
1: There's always that, right? There's always that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. I I, I published the game missing an entire chunk of the rules. So. <laughs> yeah. And and, and it's good thing someone read it. <laughs> hey, someone noticed after two years. Like, dude, uh oh yeah. Anyway. Seriously? Yeah. Two years? Yeah, it took a while. Here's a real fun. No, no, everyone everybody was, was having fun. was having fun with the core thing. Yeah. They were wondering like eventually it's like, hey, you mentioned something about contacts, but I couldn't find anything about it and I'm like Right! <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God. So one of those things that you know, you designed it in your head and forgot to write it down. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I knew exactly how it would work. It's just that it wasn't anywhere in the document. Okay. So write it down. Whatever it is you have, write it down. Oh yeah, do
0: keep a sort of Yeah, a game design diary where you just some idea just write it down some right. idea write it down some idea
1: because yeah. eventually I think Ron, Ron mentioned it earlier you will have to kill your sacred cows sometimes your favorite mechanic is the one that has to die Exactly.
2: No, I read um, that in um, Ignacy's book where even though how much you love it that mechanic sometimes it's the one that has to be taken out there. yes yep.
0: and after when, when, when you're finally you know okay
2: somebody believed in you
0: Jose we're gonna bet on your game let's do this uh, so it, you have to help through the whole process. You kind of need to talk to the printers, the designers, right. the, the art. You got to check everything because I, I tried doing that in my game and the final stuff still had some spelling issues. <laughs> it's like, ooh, scripper. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It says that. that box. Just <laughs> for the hell of it, is. see if someone would buy it. Scripper. No,
0: I, all of them had it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so at the front it will say everything. Everything is correct except for that one portion beside you. my name, where it would say <laughs> scripted you, not scripted oh, yeah. you. <laughs> you
3: know, but
0: it it's funny. People would be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I, mean, I, I I had I had work. one person ask me that, so I I, I can't go to scripturedue.com. <laughs> you flip the boxer and in front you see the the proper. Oh, scripture, do you No, it makes sense.
1: much <laughs> <Actually, laughs> goes to tell you? Like the, anyway, sorry. And aside from my work, which is it goes to show, uh, show you just how bad some of the. URLs people use for their local businesses are. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they like, really? That's that's your URL? It makes no sense. <laughs> also, it's, it's impossible to memorize. <laughs> it's super, super long. Super long, and then they took it, throwing out all the vowels. <laughs> 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 with dashes in random places, why? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the, the point. Had nothing to do with the No, it does, it does, it does. See, is, um, Establish a WordPress. <laughs> there's, there's your, there's your tip.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. Um, one, one thing that you'll realize that's mixed. So they're publishing your game, and uh, recently somebody came up to me because um, on 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 a game day, one of the games that's going to be demoed, they were searching for it in BGG, in Board Game Geek, and there's no entry. Which one it is this? Uh, Avarium.
1: Avarium, right.
0: So, I have to explain. Well, it's a uh, Malaysian or Indonesian uh, game design. Mm. Um, and it's, it's being distributed in Asia, and I don't think they have Malaysian or Indonesian content. But here in the Philippines, you know, I guess the, the one, one of the realizations there is that if you never went to BGG, or board game design forum one your game probably would not work as well as it should be two it gotta be there because people really look
3: for for
0: the content the references the validity of your game who made it who's publishing rules videos they they look for it there that's how they sort of create uh, a reference where oh okay this must be a, a legit game yeah so Apparently, it's quite tedious to even create your entry in BGG. Um, you kinda, you have to first get approval as a author. No, as a user, then an author, then an author as a distributor, the distributor as a publisher, and then a publisher will create a game. The game has to then connect back to you as a designer. As a designer, and then. But didn't
2: we have this discussion that (laughs) some guy posted like a four sentence one? Oh yeah they did, <laughs> did, you, did the, you think the, this was the game the, yeah <laughs> what? no because we were we were talking about the game the one that was nominated for field this areas where Ron was like looking at his BGG page and he was like, what <laughs> and they made me do all this crap because when I submitted
0: my 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 um BGG content bGG uh, form uh the explanation of my game was sort of shortened to sort of a blurb. Right. And they asked me back that it needed more content. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay. So I had to like reword as help from people to just expand the thing and then it finally got approved. Okay. And then I see this <laughs> game who was nominated and had four freaking entries. Oh, wow. Four line, what Four words. Four words right, entry. Something like that. I don't know. Anyways, you really have a lot of hate from. The game. There is. I'm gonna buy that game. It's,
2: it's being published by a. What was that? It's a big publisher that got that game. Any. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna search on that. But I mean, US side, the English version. Okay. American. All right, and final bit would be about
0: distribution. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's not really our role. As designers, you know, um, help out in distribution because it's already distribution. However, you would realize that there are still parts that are coming from you, which is now curation of the game. Mm -hmm. So you have to be available in speaking engagements. You have to show up in, in forming groups that can play the game and sort of create traction from social media about experiences and playing the game, so the the whole life cycle of this is the part where it kind of becomes forever,
3: mm.
0: because after you've designed something, it's now in the world. It's a creation. It's a legacy. You can't let your legacy just die. You're gonna You're have to. You. You're promoting. No, it. it's not only just about promotion. It's about enjoying now the experience. What the community can give you back, where which will also generate you more ideas and more right. um, experiences that you can build upon, and that's I guess the the life cycle of being a game designer. It again, it's not financial. It's really, you know, the joy of Jay seeing us play Badass and really <laughs> doing some funky stuff with Stoic and the rest and. Uh, we were supposed to play a, a the the Filipino
1: yeah, it, it, movie scene very early. <laughs> oh yeah, moment.
0: we just talked about but, it on Facebook. <laughs> 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 the moment we heard about it, like, dude, let's play it. Oh, and I started contributing. No, <laughs> <laughs> let's play it. Let's figure. I'm gonna be FPJ. You know, we were really excited. And, you know, it, it's not to... too. Guardo Bersasa always has a life. Uh, Jay's ego or something, but really, I, I would assume that it, 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 you know, it feels nice to, to see people excited about your right. work. Yeah. And, um, and we are, we truly are because our experience of badass is a unique one. It's, mm-hmm. it's it, it, I don't find it in, I don't get that same feel if I would play. D and D, to say, if I play D and D now, I might actually try to, you know, both. <laughs> <make laughs> so, like, can I do this? No, it's not in the rule. But you know, yeah. let me
1: roll for it. <laughs> you want an arm wrestle?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I would,
1: I would kill to see you do that. Like, <laughs> <challenge your DMs. laughs>
0: and you know, if they know the reference, it'll be
2: funny. But well, if they listen to the other. The
1: I don't
2: know episode five, I guess. Yeah, I
0: don't
1: know which episode that was. Yeah, so there. Yeah, we we'd we'd love to hear um, from other game designers actually. If you guys want to comment on uh, this
3: this episode
1: and you know tell us, this is your excuse tell us about your game. <laughs> we are opening the floodgates. <laughs> it's almost people, as bad as tell us about your character in a region. People will
2: not steal your ideas. See, I even shared my idea. Yeah. Please yeah. don't steal that as well because I know Yeah. I spent two hours in the crapper thinking about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're the originator, you would have your vision that wasn't conveyed in that conversation, right. that wasn't conveyed in that post. So what comes out at the end it's totally different. Exactly. Example of which... Pixel Lincoln and Boss Monster. It's the same dungeon building game. They were even complaining because they came out with a Kickstarter exactly at the same time. Yeah. But what happened? At the very end, they said they're both dungeon building, mm-hmm. but they were totally running different scenarios. Yeah. Pixel Lincoln was sort of Lincoln trying to be the hero moving through the dungeon
3: Boss well Boss Monster was the
0: other way around. And even how they play is totally different. And one design came out ahead than the other. And that was for me Boss Monster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I yeah, I would agree that Boss Monster won that race.
0: Yeah. But see? So it it but still, there's still fans of Pixel Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um so really there shouldn't be that there's no warrant for the fear of sharing your ideas in okay. game design. Because
1: think of it this way. You're, you're talking from the perspective. Um, you're talking from an enlightened perspective mm-hmm. because you're already coming from the... Okay, I went through all this crap to get my game published. And I did it because I had altruistic reasons. And my game was not really meant for money. And I wasn't in it for the fame. I just wanted to formulate. Uh, I wanted to formulate and encapsulate an an experience that I find fun, give it physical form so that it could be scientifically repeatable by other people, and then it just so happened to be something that I could publish. Right. And then I released it, and, and that is the entire journey. Yeah. So you're coming from
0: a very that perspective. Yeah. particular
1: perspective. Someone else is. I think I have what it takes to be a game designer. So I pour my heart and soul in creating this one unique thing that's actually not unique if I look on the internet, but I'm too busy building what I have. Okay. And I've seen people, which I will name, um, in RPGs who have... Every every, every GM goes to that phase. I will make my own game. Every gamer. It It, it happens. And It's an infinite loop.
3: Mm -hmm. It's
1: like five years later, dude, when are you publishing it? No, I'm still making it. Like two years ago, you had something really, really good. Why didn't you publish it? No, no, it needs work. What does it look like now? Oh, it's 700 pages. I am not touching that. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, I've seen it grow from an incredibly elegant core. Okay. And it gets lost. Because now he has rules for climbing, in difficult conditions, with the proper equipment, against dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. The... Jay,
0: I really love how you illustrate things no, but
1: it is, it is, oh it's, imp- it's important to, to, you know, after a while, it, they're so inward-facing. That's really how it works. It on my end, I, I, I broke, from my end, I came from a privileged um situation as well because I broke through with the 24 hour RPG thing and mm-hmm. I realized okay so I let it out like okay that was fun I, I made something completely insane and then I released it got the review mm-hmm. and the first review is like it was awesome I need more Kung Fu moves for the bunnies <laughs> and like oh my god someone actually played this why <laughs> <laughs> and they did they they enjoyed it for like I think just like some sort of like oh we had an extended vacation I, I dragged my boyfriend to play this and it was hilarious like, okay wow. we should wow. make that in a board game <laughs> we can yeah you can there's a way to translate that but anyway we gotta use we'll use coffee
3: um,
1: <laughs> I thought about that actually it's like expressive anyway uh, red bunny we can, we can figure your way out <laughs> let's do that yeah. let's do it so, I'm game with that yeah um, and, and stuff like that uh, it it broke me out of the mold, mm-hmm. of, you know, not publishing, right? Of being stuck in. Oh no, this is my my. And I use this term all the time: unique and beautiful snowflake. <laughs> okay,
0: I I come well. I guess the reason why, because I also received that comment, like, oh, dude, I'm uh, bilis naman, na publish ka na agad. Mm-hmm. I mean. I I guess my, my, my field in, 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 in IT, where I'm used to seeing large, expansive, multi, something, something, something projects, you know, (laughs) with a hundred workforce, so many interactions, so many use cases, and I am always able to see them, okay, these are all the things that we need to do. Here's the, uh, here's the concept, here's the plan, here's the execution, let's run it. And I'm used to shipping things and just, right. you know, the best way to, to, to test out is to test on live, which is the worst. <laughs> I <think of> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but okay. you know, JT jokes, ID jokes. <laughs> ID jokes. Um, no, 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 but I, I'm, I'm completely 100% behind the idea of um, multiple quick iterations of the thing of of uh, of something. So if you have some a core design you have something and it's playable. Oh
0: so we're apparently using scrum methodology in game design. Yes. Oh wow. Well. technically. So So guys please yeah. research Scrum methodology. Uh, <laughs> it, works. Right, it works. it works. It, <laughs> it
1: works. It works. My my sprints are like uh, a week <laughs> to build a game. And nice. And then from there it's really more of it you know, to, to, to use the vernacular, Puro na lang. <laughs> but, that's yeah. true,
0: that's true, that's true. So, so yeah.
1: yeah, so I, I guess
0: Jose, our, our advice to you is just do it, you know, and just, we will play it. And we, we will play it, build it, we will play it, we'll, and then we, we do iterations um, yeah. in, in enhancing, and then we eventually will tell you, dude, yeah. it's ready.
1: And then we can spin it off, we'll make an RPG for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or why does it talk like a parallel But uh and anyway, and that sort of sums <laughs> it up to, to where, you know, my 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 project development principles where you gotta keep things simple, the architecture has to be sound, it has to be it of course it needs to be nice and pretty, but it cannot be over complex, you'll never ship it. It has to be something you can actually do. If you're going like, dude, I'm building a game, we can do miniatures, no, okay, sige, print prototype mo, game, tara, hey, 3D printer ka na. how much is the cost, it just wouldn't happen,
2: no, it's a thinking, great idea. I was thinking about meeples, meeples are cheap.
0: Yeah, but cheap even cheap. meeples, for example, mm-hmm. you can use, you can borrow from games, but try building meeples here in the Philippines so there those are the things you kind of need to factor in of course you can again ship have somebody else outside but you also have to factor in the idea somebody but so going back to my um statement with um sending your design outside um while it, it's good in all uh the the difficulty there would be okay um you know, during GenCon, they have this uh, game publisher speed dating, right? Where all the designers would be in a line, all the publishers are there, and they have six minutes yeah. pitch. to a pitch. pitch their their concept. Um, or I think all the designers are, are sort of in their stations where all their stuff are set up, and they have the the, the publishers would would rotate and move around each station, dude, they're already face-to-face with the designer. They have the the, the opportunity to explain, react, and see. If you're just going to send a game, do you see the, the difference in yeah, terms of yeah. chances of getting it out? Whereas if you can get feedback from someone, Immediate. JDJ for example, you know, he always would mention that he has yeah, some game designs they're going to send it to whoever. I heard that three, four years ago, and this is part when i might not published. <laughs> but he knows so many people in the uh, competitive card game community. So many people know him in, in that, but his games are not yet published. Why? Because you're not there to present it. He has a good opportunity when he goes to, to Japan for the tournament because then he can physically present the game. He can... He can see the feedback and again you're still selling a product. So end of the day, well the, the publisher needs to like you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Aside from the game, they also wanna like the fact that oh I, I, I like your idea and uh, I like you, so I wanna help you out and let's let's do this. You know? So if you get the opportunity to present it face to face, go. But I guess you know keep your goals. To like have a lot of them, but also look at local sort of reachable goals where you can yeah. get there and 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 ship them out earlier. Because mm-hmm. it will be your practice, also your resume. Yeah.
1: Um, Let this be your crack bunny. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Crack.
0: The
2: power of the crack bunny. Yeah,
1: I, need I need to get some crack. <laughs>
2: I mean Red Bull <laughs> yeah, red, you need Red Bull I, I really I want to play crack money
0: yeah, we'll take some, some
2: crack as well. okay. I, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll dig up my copy <laughs> <laughs> maybe probably polish it off and
0: then we'll see what happens cool alright guys that was a nice 5 hour podcast <laughs> no no I'll, I'll trim it down um, thank you very much for joining us again here at Variable Play um, we'd love to hear feedback. We'd love to hear comments. Um, it is really awesome to hear from people, um, thanks and, you know, what for, for the contributions mm-hmm. that variable play is doing. You know, we need more volunteers. Uh, we need more people to, to talk about stuff and, uh, talk about your experience with family, gaming with family, gaming with friends. And we don't care what kind, what type of tabletop gaming, you know. I don't know if there's LARP in the Philippines. Nope. I'd love to see it. Well we that. can
2: try to start that one uh. <laughs> <laughs> on the you next know? day.
0: Or like uh like I, I'd love to hear from um those uh escape rooms. Yeah, uh, escape yeah. that's yeah. practically that's, a board that's game. That's pretty much a, yeah. a bo- physical board game. I'd love to yep. Hear, yep. Life-size board game. you know their experiences, their issues, and the fun and the, mm-hmm. the joy of it. Um and it really this this geekdom, this this hobby of ours is is growing but there's so much more that we can tap there's so much more we again 100 million people in the Philippines we're not yet at
2: the 1% yeah
0: so cool thank you very much for listening until next time make your games
2: count I just want to make this just to say this this podcast was recorded on August 24, 2015. Because <laughs> no, I said a lot about my game, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to protect that.
1: Dibs, dibs. Dibs,
0: All
1: right. Bye, guys. Bye.